0: Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. Overcomer means you come over. (laughs) Whatever is in your way, whatever has been hindering you, holding you back, it doesn't overwhelm you you and overcome you, you overcome it and you don't have to know how you can do this. You don't have to feel strong enough to do it. You begin by saying, I'm an overcomer, by saying, I overcome this. None of these things move me. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He's made me more than a conqueror. He's made me an overcomer. Come on, say it out loud, class. I'm strong in the Lord, I'm in the Lord. and in the, in the power of His might. I overcome. I overcome. I'm, victorious, I'm victorious, not a victim. Not a victim. Amen. Amen. You don't want to, no matter how it feels or how it looks or how rough it may be, don't talk like a victim, don't act like a victim. Faith sees itself victorious now, (laughs) regardless of the contradicting circumstances and feelings. I see me as healed. I see me as prosperous. I see me as protected. I see me as a winner. He always causes me to triumph. And see, if you, you get that on the inside of you first, then nothing the enemy can do on the outside of you can rob that from you. Because he can't take something out of the inside of you. Only you can let that go. And you made up your mind you're not letting that go. Because the word is true. It was true yesterday. It's true today. It'll be true tomorrow. So we keep saying the same thing. Well, get your Bible and get something to make a note with. Come on into the class with us, and let's release faith for answers today. Father, thank you so much for this privilege, this opportunity to come together and to hear your words, words that liberate, words that heal, words that restore. We ask for them. We receive them. We thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look, please, in the gospel account of John, John 9, at our 14th individual case of healing that we're into our study now on. And let's begin in John 9, 1. It said, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? this man, or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned, nor his parents, we, we might say that he was born blind, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me, while it's day the night comes when no man can work as long as I am in the world I am the light of the world. Now what you'll see here, this is, I mean, the Word of God is so elegant. It is so, the Lord knows the end from the beginning, and the way He does things, He misses nothing. <laughs> and everything's just perfect. And what you'll see are our central themes in each one of these accounts that deal with big issues and that answer the questions. And uh, what you see here already is the question of sin and the issue of light. And they are directly connected. Light and sin. I'll jump ahead just a little bit. Uh, to me, one of the best definitions of, uh, of sin that I know of, is violation of light. Violation of light. And so that's why he says, uh, in talking about this, then he says, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. He anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Now we've seen this before, haven't we? In previous accounts of healing, and though that sounds, that might sound strange to somebody that's not familiar with the word, it might sound unsanitary spit and dirt (laughs) and putting it in the eyes. Well, you can't argue with success, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) But when you understand better, according to Genesis, we're made out of dirt. Hmm? Our, our, uh, this, the same minerals and elements and, and components that are in soil and clay uh, is in our body. In our, it's what our organs are made of and our bones and, and everything. And we also know, we've learned this is relatively recently, uh, a lot of times if we want to try to get DNA from somebody they take it from their saliva, right? And we're learning that the, the the whole chain of DNA is in there. Well, who wouldn't want some of Jesus' <laughs> DNA? <laughs> I'll take some. Is that right? <laughs> and so you've got the basic, basic building blocks, materials to make even an eyeball or a... a pupil, or a lens, or an optic nerve, or whatever it is, and you've got the living enzymes and DNA, and you take that with the power of God, and you've got creative power. You've got to create body parts. Amen. Something amazing happened. Did this really happen? Yes. Now, there are people that scoff and mock. Uh, Well, that's just like a fairy tale. No, it either happened or it didn't. The Bible's not saying this is a a, a parable or this actually happened. And it gives us insight into not only how we were originally made human beings, but how we can be altered today. Can God still do miracles like this today? Yes, He can. All things are possible with God, and all things are possible to him or her that believes. These things are still possible today. Yes. These signs follow them that believe. One of them was they'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And whatever it takes to effect that recovery, we should expect to happen again. And so... Uh, It says, the neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, is not this he that sat and begged? They said, isn't that the blind guy that used to sit out there? And some said, that's him. Others said, no, he looks like him. He said, it's me. It's me. (laughs) Now, the reason they said this is because this becomes an issue throughout the chapter. And so they said to him, how were your eyes opened? He answered said, a man that's called Jesus. Oh, thank God for a man called Jesus. He made clay and anointed my eyes and then said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. I went and washed and I received sight. Glory to God. Oh, somebody say glory to God. 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 Uh, and you know, let me paraphrase a little bit because uh, when the disciples were saying, they're, they're asking a theological question. You know, see that man over there, he's born blind. Isn't that something? Yeah. Now, Jesus, uh, we know somebody sinned. Who was it? His folks or him that sinned caused him to be born like that? And, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Jesus said, uh, neither one. And it's not about fixing the blame. Let's fix the problem. <laughs> Come on, can you see that? I, I I need to work the works of him that sent me. Right? And so he goes over to the man. And he, obviously he got this by the Spirit of God, showed him what to do. He said, I only say what I hear the Father say, do what I see him do. But, uh, you know, Theology of men is content to debate about causes while people stay in their condition. What good does that do? Right? And people think they're so smart because they're asking questions that none of them have the answers to. No. No. The Lord's not interested in us fixing blame on each other. He commanded us, don't judge. And commanded us forgive. So we shouldn't be in to blaming. We should be into working with him to get it fixed. Right? Let's get it fixed. Yeah, but they were born that way. It can still be fixed. Yeah, but there's body parts missing. It can still be fixed. Oh, somebody say it can still be fixed. It can still be fixed. I'm telling you, child of God, it can still be fixed. It can still be fixed, if you believe. And you know, that's, that's all you see around faith school, is believers. <laughs> and so, uh, they said, uh, verse 12, they said, where is he? He said, I don't know. And you'll realize here, as we get further into this, this man has never seen Jesus. <laughs> right? Because when he put the mud in his eyes and told him to go wash in the pool, he still couldn't see. Only after he washed in the pool, well, when he did that, Jesus wasn't around him. And so they said, well, where is he? He said, I don't know where he is. And so they brought him to the Pharisees and him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day. And everybody say, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> We've seen this before. Right? I mean, it was the Sabbath day. You know, if Jesus had just ministered to him the day before <laughs> or the day after, he could have avoided a lot of issues. Why would he do it on that day? On purpose. Yes. On purpose. The Sabbath day is the day of rest. And all these benefits These healings, these deliverances, they are available to us not based on works, but only by the rest of faith. Can you see this? There are specific reasons why the Lord did this and took the flack and the persecution for it. The the Father directed him to do it on the Sabbath day. Verse 15, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed and do see. So now he's told this story several times already. So therefore the Pharisees said, this man is not of God. Talking about Jesus. Because he keeps not the Sabbath day. Others said, how can a man that's a sinner. So see, we're back to sin again. Can you see that? That keeps coming up in this chapter. And you'll see, they they said later, they said, we know Jesus is a sinner. We know this man is a sinner. Isn't that something? And so other people said, how can a man that's a sinner do such miracles? Like no sinner I ever saw before. And there was a division among them. They said to the blind man again, what sayest thou of him that he opened your eyes? He said, he's a prophet. He didn't, know, he didn't see him as the Messiah. You got to remember too, if he saw him in the crowd, he wouldn't know it was him. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, I think he's a prophet. And the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. So they said, oh, you, you weren't blind. Where's your parents at? So they called his parents and they asked them, they said, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? They were slow to believe. They were refusing to believe. You know, is it possible you can have a miracle right in front of your face and not believe? Oh sure. People say, well, seeing is believing. Well he's seeing and they ain't believing. (laughs) <laughs> right? <laughs> That's another untrue saying. Untrue for now. Seeing is not believing. Absolutely wrong statement. Believing is a choice. It's a choice you make. And they're choosing not to. And they said, uh, "How does he see?" In his parents, verse twenty, they said, "We know that this is our boy, our son." And we know he was born blind. We were there. But by what means he now sees, we don't know. Or who opened his eyes, we don't know. He's of age. Ask him. He'll speak for himself. And he goes on to say, These words spake the parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was the Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. And the indication is not just for the service, excommunicated, name taken off the roll, <laughs> you are not welcome back here anymore. Which is why they tiptoed around this thing and they said, well, he's a grown man, uh, let it, he speaks for himself. We don't know. And uh, now, now let just, just stop right here. You, do you reckon religious people? Have this much trouble with real miracles today, too? Yeah. Yeah. So these things are the same generation after generation. If you want to doubt, if you want to be an intellectual skeptic, you can be. No matter what is going I know my dad was in a, as a boy, he was in a service in one of the great healing evangelist back in the uh, uh, early 50s, and he said just as a, as a young boy, he, uh, he was standing by a woman that had a big growth on the side of her neck, a gorter of type, and he said the man of God in that service spoke to that thing, and he said he saw it go down just like you put a pin in a balloon. He said he saw it just go down right flat, and then her... Her neck is just smooth, like like it wasn't even there. And he said he just as a boy. He he said he just a few feet away, and he just standing there with his mouth hanging open, and just just, you know. And he but he said on his way out, there was some men standing around the back door that had been standing outside smoking, and he heard them saying, "Ah, that preacher had that framed up some way. They had that rigged up some way. Well, see, they saw the miracle, but they don't believe." which is seeing is not believing. Right? right? You you can You can have miracles right in front of your face and you can try to attribute it to something else or you can just say, well, I don't know what happened, but I don't believe in all that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's your loss. Right, I said, it's your loss right. because these signs follow them that believe, not those that choose not to believe, that refuse to believe. His parents said, he's of age, ask him. So then again, they called the man that was blind and said to him, give God the praise. Now, actually, that word's the word for glory. Give God the glory. And we know that this man is a sinner. Really? They're talking about Jesus. Why? Because in their mind, he broke the Sabbath day. He broke the Sabbath day. He's breaking the commandments that God gave through Moses so he couldn't be of God. Regardless, that an astounding miracle is staring them in the face. They're holding to their rigid theological position. That's people who are religious, but they don't know God. They have a form of godliness, but they deny The power. The power makes them uncomfortable. I want the power. (laughs) I want to be around the power. I want more power. I want to be full of the power, experience the power, minister the power. Somebody say, I want the power. I like the power. I believe in the power. I receive the power. Praise God. Somebody can receive a healing right now. If you just say, I receive healing power. Say it out loud, class. I receive healing power, receive power, healing power into, my body into my body to make my insides, make my insides normal, normal, healthy, healthy correct. correct. I, receive I receive the power of God. I receive healing power. I receive, I receive power. miracle working power. I miracle working now be corrected power. in Jesus' name. Be Hallelujah. 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 It is just that simple. It happens just that quickly. <laughs> oh, somebody say, praise God. Praise God. praise God. praise God. Folks can reject it if they want to, to their own loss, to their own demise. But we are believers. Yes. Believers in the power of God. Yes, sir. We have faith in the power of God. And so uh, they said, we know this man's a sinner. They don't know any such of a thing. Verse 25, he, the, the man who was blind, he answered, he said, well, whether he's a sinner or no, I don't know. One thing I know. <laughs> don't you like this? One thing I know, I was blind. And now I can see. Oh, hallelujah. That makes you want to run around the room right there. Is that right? Because <laughs> you gotta remember, he didn't know who Jesus was. At this point, he's never even seen him. Right? And so he he didn't claim to be a theologian. He didn't know all this. And they're saying, well, he's a sinner because he broke the Sabbath. He said, Well, I don't know about all that. But I know this. I was blind. <laughs> I was born that way. And I can see, I'm looking at you. I can still somebody say glory to God." God. And that's where even some of the great hymns and great songs, I was blind, but now I see. That's where it comes from. Right here. Anointed words. I was blind, but now I see. I like what one individual, he said, he said, the man with an experience is never at the expense of a man with an argument. Right? And they can argue all they want to, but they're not going to convince him that something great has happened to him. Right? And so uh, they weren't done. They said, uh, again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? Now, how many times has this man told his story by now? I mean, he, you know, he told it several times before he ever got there. And, He told it to people around him, and then he told it to them, and they've asked him again, they've asked him again. And uh, he answered them said, I told you already, and you didn't hear. Why do you want to hear it again? Will you also be his disciples? (laughs) Why do you want to know more about this? You thinking about becoming his disciples? Oh, he couldn't have made them any matter if he'd have slapped them (laughs) with a wet cloth. I mean, he... Oh, they reviled him. They said, you are his disciple. We are Moses' disciple. He didn't know it, but he has done it. That's the synagogue. God <laughs> <laughs> he, he just lost any place he ever had. And, and we know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we don't know where he's from. And the man said, now here is a marvelous thing that you don't know where he's from, and yet he has opened my eyes. They're supposed to be the spiritual experts and know everything about spiritual things. And here's somebody, he goes on to say, he said, We know that God doesn't hear sinners. If any man be a worshiper of God and does his will, him he hears. Since the world began... It has not been heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind. If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. Spirit of God came on him. Can you see that? Spirit of God came on him. And now he becomes preacher man. (laughs) And he's laying it out for him. Laying it out for him. (laughs) And oh man, they didn't know what what to do with that. Verse 34, here's their big response. They answered, You were all together born in sins. And do you teach us? And they cast him out. This is their, this is their resort. You were born in sins. See, back to that same stuff. Accusing, judging, because he was born blind. You were born in sins. And... Uh, they excommunicated him. When it says that they, uh, they cast him out, they excommunicated him. In other words, he is not welcome at that synagogue anymore. And that's where his family goes. That's where he grew up, I reckon. But you know, why would you want to go to a place like that? Yeah, right? right? Where, they, where they tell you... You don't know what happened. They call you a liar. They call you a fraud, and the wonderful man that ministered to you—they call him a sinner. And right, and you should—you should have volunteered to leave. Right. Is that right? If they didn't send you away, do not keep going to places like this. <laughs> and uh, so, verse thirty-five. Uh, Jesus heard. That they had cast him out. That they had excommunicated him. And he said. He found him. And said do you believe on the son of God? Now you got to remember. This man's never seen him before. He said who is he Lord. That I might believe on him. And the Lord said. You have both seen him. And it's he that's talking with you. You've seen him. Because you got healed. And he said Lord. I believe. And he worshiped him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, for judgment I'm coming to this world that they which see not might see, and they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words. They said, are we blind also? And Jesus said, if you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say, we see, therefore your sin remains. Can you see the connection between light and sin? And what you see and what you don't see. And what you know and what you don't know. Yes, right. Say it out loud. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord for, the word, for the light of your word, the truth that makes free. The truth that makes free. We, honor your word, we honor your word. And thank you for cleansing us thank you for from Lord, all, our sins all our sins and making us and able making us to, lay to lay hold of your rich blessings, your rich and, blessings rich and the rich inheritance that we have in Christ. Hallelujah. Well, we just finished reading the text today, so you got to come back tomorrow to get some more of it. We'll see you again soon, right here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School, free of charge, at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.